Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. <sighs> I always love when we start this way. <laughs> when we just start with you just letting out an exhausted death knell of a sigh. <sighs> okay. How's it going? Good. Do you want to just uh, end the episode? Uh, maybe. I have so much to say, and it might be better if I don't say any of it. Oh, oh my. Are we going to get canceled? What's... What do we do? What's Chris, happening? we're too woke. I've always said that. Bunch of soy boy beta cucks over here. <laughs> Dare I ask, how's it going? Eh, it's going fine. All right. Um, I'm just... I'm not looking forward to the discussion we're going to have today. I'm not looking forward to bringing it up. Okay. Okay. Are we breaking up? What's no, happening? I just... <laughs> we'll talk. We'll get into it. We'll talk about it yeah. after the show starts. Yes. I'm kind of sick of you. No. Oh, <laughs> I, damn. Uh, sick burn. I, I thought, remember when like everyone in your house was sick and then you weren't? Yes. Did you get sick? Yes. I mean, I've been... We've all... It, it, the last like two months have been like so fluid with illness. Yeah. Uh, a lot of no illness, pun, illness no fluids. Yeah. yeah. That it, like I've lost track of like if I got sick Who because had what of something. When. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Because I'll it's have, hard to tell. Yeah. It, like uh, last week I had like one day where I was just like out for the count and then was fine. Hopefully that's what I have. Uh, so I have no Rowan was really, really sick. Yeah. Like fever of 104. Yes. Okay. That tracks. And uh, for, a, for a couple days, he's still kind of sick, but fever's gone. Yeah. I think he's just like working through the end of it. Melinda got sick pretty soon after him. Mm-hmm. And I was walking around like God's gift to man. That's what Sarah was doing the, uh, the one week. It was Emerson had that horrible belt that I talked about. For like a full, like over a week. Yeah. And then Ryder and I got it and Sarah was just like, just fine. Anyway, now I'm sick. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. And I started to feel better. So I did what anyone would do. I ate a pint of ice cream. <laughs> sure, of course. Yeah. And uh, celebratory yeah. pint of ice cream. And uh, and then my body was like, "No, don't do that." What are you doing? Yeah. I can't I can't use this. Yeah, my body was like, "Hang on, I'm trying to kill us." Yeah. I don't need you doing it I don't too. Need help. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we don't need to quicken this process. This boulder <laughs> is already rolling down the hill fast enough. We don't need yeah. to grease it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh Man, I just am. Yeah, I feel well, you. No, you don't, because you don't know what I was going to say. Uh, we'll okay. talk about it. Uh, how are oh, you? You're talking about. OK, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm f- uh, fine for now. We're both Sarah and I are like kind of just exhausted. Emerson had um, spring break last week, mm. which uh, I didn't really kind of anticipate this as a parent of a kid who goes to school, but. Like, you know, yeah, you have vacation and then it's always there's always a reentry period because, you know, they they get off their sleep schedule and they sleep in or whatever. What I never anticipated and they never talk about in the books or anything is that they're not the only person in the house that gets off a sleep schedule because I'm also then like, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I got to get up, you know, at 6 a.m., Pretty much every morning to make lunch and, then and everything you don't. like that. And then I don't. And then yeah. I do again. And, uh, you know, yeah. and I'm not quite as uh, malleable as a five-year-old is. 
<laughs> so he is like five, like in fact he now wakes up earlier again like he's back to yeah. waking up at like five i remember those days yeah. yeah 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 just bounce and back and then uh and he just kind of bounce bounces back uh and meanwhile i'm like just dying every day i'm just like oh yeah just dragging myself out and um so uh, it's like the re-entry period is really rough i actually have do you want some advice on how to deal with that something that i think might help yes please a celebratory pint of ice cream oh yes any flavor that you recommend correct any flavor Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news, all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and enjoy your final pint of ice cream. <laughs> my name is Chris oh Cable. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Make it a like a peanut butter cup yeah. ice cream. Yeah, really go out on top. I understand. <laughs> or on bottom. Or on bottom. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I am in uh, full swing of rehearsals for the show that I'm in. If anyone would like to come see me perform i'm in titus andronicus how I'm are playing rehearsals going lucius going very well yeah we are only doing we just finished like three days of table work and we're okay. going to get it on its feet at our next rehearsal it's going great uh the show is look up barefoot shakespeare i think it's like barefootshakes.org or just google barefoot shakespeare and it'll come up it's uh the first performance is june 1st or just image search barefoot shakespeare see what happens there yeah but don't don't type it into an ai yeah, that's what I'm. You don't want yeah. to find a picture of barefoot Shakespeare. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, well, I guess if you're sounds... if you have a very specific fetish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, I assume the performances because it's like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I assume yeah. the performances are June 1st, June 2nd, June 3rd, and then whatever the june 8th and then june 9th seven. june 10th probably yeah let me let me see how close it occurs to me that i'm on a device that has a, a, a calendar calendar on it yeah mm. i was right yay but yeah it shows free it's in central park if you happen to be in the new york city area and uh come on down we'll have some fun we can talk after we can talk about the podcast everybody at the last rehearsal found out that i have a podcast which was very embarrassing I didn't mean to. Embarrassing to, that you had a podcast? Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know. like I, telling people about it. I don't like telling it. people either. I, we were supposed to give a fun fact when we went around the room. And my fun fact was that I'm teaching a graduate level master's class in podcasting. And someone asked, do you have a podcast? And I said, sorry, who was next? <laughs> Whose turn is it? Uh, and you said, uh, pass. So, yeah, that's uh, that's a thing. Come come hang out. It'll be come fun. Come hang out. Yeah, what it's that is it that bench again? Is that same place? It's it's by a thing, some, some sort of thing. Isn't there? Isn't there's like a some landmark in Central Park that it's by, so that people know where to go. Uh, Summit Rock. Summit Rock is I don't where, know where it where is. Bench came from. No, there are benches. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe, maybe yeah. Oh, maybe I I think I looked it up and it was like, oh, there's the rock and oh, and there's some benches. It's there. also right near the Delacorte, which is like the the biggest theater in yeah. Central Park. I what. In my mind, I don't know why, 
it was where the play was taking place was the whispering bench. And that is not a thing that even exists. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Uh, Yeah. So I think it's the title of your next novel. Mm, Maybe it is. The whispering bench. Yeah, I think so. Or is it the whispering mensch? My title of my memoir. Chris, yes. let's stop fucking around because I have a lot to talk let's about. Let's get into this. Let's get into this, Andrew. Chris, it's been exactly 30 years since we got our last Super Mario Brothers movie and Nintendo has been working tirelessly to make sure the next one is top notch, killer, insanely good. And you know what? Actually... Third time's a charm. There's always <laughs> next time, Nintendo. Yeah, <laughs> give it your best shot. See you in 30 years. So the Super Mario Brothers movie had a budget of $100 million. It made three and a half times its budget in the opening weekend. It's currently at almost $800 million since opening. Chris, what did you think about this movie? Man, this movie should have been so amazing. It should have been Absolutely stellar. And it was just under fine. Like it did for me, this, this, uh, I, 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 I went to see now. I will also say I went to see this with Emerson and he loved it. Now he's five and doesn't understand anything about anything. And I still have to, on a day-to-day basis, explain to him which characters in pop culture exist and which don't. So, uh, you know, take that for a grain of salt. With a grain of salt. But, this, like I said, this movie should have, with all of what Super Mario Brothers is and has become over the course of... I don't even know how many video games and the mythos and also the fan base. This movie should have been absolutely stellar and it just was barely okay to me. There's one specific problem that I had throughout the movie that kind of made it. I, I really only have one note, but it is kind of like throughout every aspect of the movie. But before I get into that, I want to also hear what you have to say about it, because it sounds like you and I are in agreement on this. Uh, I would say not. OK, so first I should say I saw it with Mel mm-hmm. and she loved it, but she's five. <laughs> so she. <laughs> <laughs> you also have to explain to her what That's characters right. in pop culture yeah. exist and don't yeah, exist. Yeah, no, but she did. She really liked it. I, man, I'm about to make one of the most controversial statements that I think we've ever had on here. Oh my gosh! I was trying to think of something super derogatory to say, but yeah. I, I can't do it. Yeah. Um, okay, I think unless. There's maybe something I'm not remembering. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, this is the worst movie we have ever covered. I think this is such a pile of dog shit. If I if I if Mel wasn't so excited to see it because she really wanted to see it. Yeah. And if I didn't have to watch it for this podcast. Yeah. This would have been the first film I ever walked out of. Yeah, I got halfway into this movie and was like, not only do I not care what happens, I don't want to see it. I there's nothing redeemable in the first half for me and very little in the end in the second half that that is worth the hour and a half it takes 
to watch this movie. And it was just an hour and a half. Not even. It's an hour and a half with the credits. credits. Yeah. Good God. Yeah. All right. Look, I have I'm not going to go through them all. So I want to preface my statement with that first. OK. Four pages of Jesus. notes. Yeah. I'm going to put them on Patreon for everybody. You don't have to be a patron okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. because I I cannot read. If I read all of this, we'll be here for two and a half hours. And it's not worth speaking about for two that and a half too. hours. Right. It's, yeah. The movie isn't that long. Right. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. So if I, yeah, I don't want to go through this because it's literally beat by beat uh, through the movie. I watched it twice. Hoy. Uh, wow. And, and I, I know. And the second time I went through it beat by beat and was just like, this is a problem. This is a problem. This doesn't work. This doesn't make sense. Right. These jokes don't land. This is the same joke three times in a row. And it's a lot of that. I'll put it on Patreon. You don't have to be a patron to see it. I'll make it available to everybody. But if you want to head over there, check that out. Yeah. I. Oh, man. I'll, I'll tell you what. Let me give you my one thing that I had, because I think it's going to I think it kind of marries into. Yeah. It's starting to sound like what I my one kind of just overall note that kind of bleeds into everything. It makes its way into your notes as well. I think I think you and I are on the same page. So let me let me give you my one thing and, and see how on. Yeah. On track we are. Go for it. For me, the, I really just one note for this whole thing. And it is just this. The whole thing about the movie is that it it needed someone during the writing process. It needed a point where somebody just went throughout everything in the script, just went right. But why? Yeah. But why? Why? But why? Because here's the thing. It's not. And this is where I'm like, it's just under fine because it just kind of goes along beat by beat it just goes through the motions let me you know can i, I mean? can go i ahead. word this a different way yes matt stone we've talked about this on the show matt stone and trey parker have given yes. classes on how they write south park right and the way they do it is they say but then right or therefore right and as soon as you start saying and then, and then, and then you've lost your story. Yeah, it's yeah, because they go, this happens. So then this happens. Right. But this happens, which so then throws that off. Happens. And then right, therefore, exactly. because happens. of that yes. thing that throws everything off, they do this. This is a movie that literally just takes the first part and never does the second part. It is always this happens. Then this happens. Then this happens. Then this happens. Yeah. And no one. It, like I said, no one in this in it seems like no one in the script writing process just went right. But OK, but why? Yeah, here's the thing. I, I found this kind of fascinating about the movie is that I didn't actually have a real problem with the plot overall on where it went and where where it started, like where it went, and where it ended. Yeah, it was fine. It, it worked perfectly fine. The problem is. There's no real kind of like back and forth conflict to it. Like there was so much. But I think what annoyed me is, is I watched this movie and I was like, God, there was so much potential there. Yeah. Like it's this it's this close. It's beautiful as well. It's wonderful to look at. Yeah. It's beautiful to look at. You know, they do. OK, there are one or two redeeming qualities to this movie. One, like you said, it's it's really beautiful to look at. They take the uh, world of Mario throughout whatever how many ever video games and we kind of talked about this with the last of us as well where like you know i appreciated in that in that show how they didn't feel like they had to like ham-fistedly put 
a, a certain something about the video game, an aspect about the video game into that. Yep. And this they do, they, they put it in and it's, you know, I, it's a little more on the nose and not as smooth, but I also get it. It's a kid's cartoon and, and you know, so it's a little bit of that, but if you don't like, but it's one of the, like, if you're like, yeah, I hated that. I, I also am not like going to argue that, but you know what I mean? He hates mushrooms, Chris. Yeah, I know. Get it? No, I no, not that part. I'm thinking the part where they go into side scroll shot. Any of it. Whatever. Right. But I'm like, it's, <laughs> there's so I, much. I, just throwing it in, but whatever. But my, my real thing is like, you know, Okay, so the basis of the movie is that the Mary Brothers find a pipe and they get sucked into the Mushroom Kingdom, whatever. It's the plot of the first movie. It's the plot of the first movie. So they uh, they get separated and Mario has to fight. Mario! Uh, he has, <laughs> Please don't bring that back. I know. Suck him up all. Um, he, has to, uh, he has to find Luigi. They get yeah. separated and he has to find Luigi. Uh, I'll, give you, I'll give you an example of the but why right now. Uh, so he has to find Luigi and Toad takes uh, sees him and goes, I'm going to bring you to the princess. I'll give you a couple examples throughout this whole thing. Yeah, because there's one. Right, exactly. <laughs> and this is what I mean. It, like at any moment, he he uh, he meets Mario for Ma- Mario Ma- Mario for the first time. I can't help it. I just uh, like every time <laughs> I, I say Mario, be here forever if you yeah. don't. <laughs> he will. He, first time he meets Mario, he, he goes, I'm going to take you to the princess. But Why? Because he's just a nice guy, I guess. There's no... And that's fine that that is where that plot went. That's not what I have a problem with. Right. There needs to be just a push back and forth before we get there because this guy just met... Toad just met this guy. He's a complete stranger. There's no reason for it, right? And then he gets to... So he takes him to the princess. The princess meets Mario. Yeah. And Mario goes... And and they decided they're going to go get Bowser because of whatever. They're going to... They have to do a thing. Mario runs in literally runs into the princess and says you're going to get she tackles him to the ground first he goes you're going to get bowser i'm coming with you and she goes okay yeah (laughs) yeah why you literally met this person and then it's like but hang on we have to take as long as it takes to train you right and then yes but why why would you take this person and then she go and again have no problem with that plot point that being the plot point makes total sense kind of but but do a back and forth you know yeah argue your cases a little yeah is it because he's the only other human you've ever seen that can be the reason but like we got to see it but i mean she should have said no i don't know you and then he makes a compelling argument and then she goes okay right that's all it just needed like one more beat and then she goes but first we got to train you and then he does this obstacle course and he's terrible she's never met this man before why doesn't she just go oh never mind yeah you you can stay here i've got this terrible yeah and i and you're going to die yeah and so i'll just go you hang out at the castle like where they can protect you and i'll bring him back yeah i'll go get him yep but yeah but instead she continues to train but why? It's that same trope, too, that like we see all the time where like we saw it in the Lego movie. It's even in Scott Pilgrim. It's in good films. Right. But it's that trope where like our main character, our hero, the chosen one is totally incapable, useless and and like has no reason to try to do the things that he's trying to do. 
and there is a woman by his side who sometimes trains him or at minimum is like way more capable and definitely able to do this better than him and he always ends up winning you see it in Star Wars too like fucking Princess Leia and Luke Skywalker this fucking farm boy from nowhere yeah. is the chosen one yeah Leia could kick his ass any yeah. day of the week yeah but at least in Star Wars Leia there's even a moment where Leia's like you two like you know what I mean like she questions the whole thing for sure and there's no point in it. again I have no problem I actually have no problem with the way the plot went from beginning to end right and at, I really have no problem with any plot point in this yeah, yeah it's just a matter of like but how do we get there but how do we get there because here's the thing it's an hour and a half with credits and as bad as this movie is this is one of those few times where I'm like, it should have actually been longer. This is a 20 minute movie in an hour and a half. Right. Also. But that's like, what I mean. It should have been longer because they should have taken the time yeah. for all those but whys. Yes. Toad goes on this journey with them. And the princess is just like, OK, come like, why isn't yeah. there? That character is no different from any other toad in that th- in that place mm-hmm. i'm like set him apart make him the other make him the toad that all other toads think is crazy or whatever and yeah. he's like i'm going on this journey to prove myself yeah. it's a it's a trope that i've seen a thousand times but at least it but gives least you it motivation yes exactly yeah. and it gives a, a, again you know there's no reason why princess wouldn't have been like oh no you'll die yeah just go go back i'm you know there's no reason she's the princess. Yeah. She talks about... Oh, that's in my notes. It's because of racism. <laughs> but, it's because she's like a tall white person. And they're yeah, like, okay. Okay. You look they different. So it, I guess you're in charge. You're in charge now. And I'm like, but you taught her everything. So why aren't you in charge? Yeah. She shouldn't be the princess. She should be your slave. Like yeah, she yes. just, You should just make her the village wench and just <laughs> go from home to home cleaning and fetching whatever the fuck. And, you know, whatever. Like, it makes no None of this makes sense because... At no point did anyone go just like, but why? Why There's do any so of this? Many, I yeah. have so many fucking notes. But that's what I mean. It all, yeah. it all kind of, st- I think it all kind of stems from this idea. Well, and even a lot of mine are like nitpicky details that don't really have to do with anything that breaks the plot, like what you're talking about. Like that is, yeah, this needed like three more drafts from like four different writers, right? right? Like it needed multiple people looking at the script and going, Hey, why does this happen? We need to add this here, you know, stuff like that. It needed, it feels like somebody handed in a first draft. I did look up the writer of this. This is his fifth film. His fourth one was Minions. Okay. His third one was the Lego movie two. Okay. His second one was a made-for-TV film called Untitled Strauss-Schulzen-Fogel Pilot. Okay. And his first one was Big Mama's Like Father, Like Son. So, you know what? Honestly, I'm a little surprised at how bad this is because Minions and Lego Movie 2, they're not bad. I've seen both of them. Is is it Minions Rise of Gru? It is. Is I've seen both of those, and they're not bad. They're really not. I mean, you know, they they have something to them. Let me check something out, because I would be... Let, let me check to see if he was the only writer on either of those. Okay. He wasn't on Minions. It was him and someone named Brian Lynch. Okay. And Lego Movie 2 had two other... Right. Oh, Lord and Miller. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. But I think they directed that. That's why they're listed. It says they also wrote it. Yeah, so I like, know. I know. I'm saying But they, regardless, my yeah. point is that you have somebody checking your work. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that's really, really important for writing a script. Is he the only writer on, listed on this one? Yes. Yeah. I think that's where it fails. Whether yeah. he's good or bad, I think you always need somebody. You need another set of eyes on it. Yeah. I don't. It, it really. Yeah. And it's frustrating because, like I said, the potential is there. This is a rich world yeah. that is yeah. wholly untapped. And you have. Because here's the other thing is that. Like I said, there's like a thousand video games dating back to like when you and I were kids and continue to our children right now. Like it's my first video game. Right. It's but here's the thing. It's a lot of people's first video game. Yeah. Some Mario game is like every generation's first video game. There is one for every single generation. Yeah. You know, and so there is a love coming into this. It's not like I was taking Emerson and he is going into this. He doesn't even play video games, but somehow he knows Mario. Right. right? Of course. Everyone Uh, does. But everyone does. And that's what I'm saying. It's not like I'm taking Emerson and I'm like, this was something that was really big when I was growing up. And so I want to take my kid and he's going to have no idea what's going on. Yeah. This is like, you know, grandfather's father's sons can go to this together. And this should have been amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say they should be able to. Yeah, exactly. Which, okay, so this brings me to one of my main things that I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah. Because a lot of the defense that I've heard about this, and Mel did the same thing when I was talking about how much I hated it. She was like, well, it's a kid's movie. And so here's what I want. Here's my question. Okay. Because we've seen kids movies that are excellent, Mm -hmm. right? Like Mm -hmm. the Lego movie is a great example we were just talking about. I would even put... um, uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse yeah. into that. It's not for quite as young, right, probably, but right. it's, it's for I mean, children. Pixar built an empire. Exactly. On this uh, yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog, another great example. Yeah. So there are different tiers of children's films. Is this a Coco Melon? <laughs> Is this supposed to be just like a, a thing you turn on on Netflix to shut your kid up for an hour I, and a half. Yeah. Like that's, but to, I, I more ask that to the people who like are using that as a defense. Well, it's a kid's movie. What do you want? So like, did they spend a hundred million dollars and make us pay $20 a ticket so they could show us a cocoa melon? Is that what this is? Or is it like you could, it's and it. That's going off of the back of what you were just talking about, right? Because you, it is possible. And I dare say, easy with this franchise Mm -hmm. to make a film that appeals to all ages. Oh, absolutely. And listen, I'm not looking, I was not going into this looking for like, uh, like a Wally or, or like a, you know what I mean? Or like a toy story or something like that. But I feel like it would have been so easy to do something at least close close to that. that Yeah. I wasn't looking for, yeah, I wasn't looking for like, you know, you know, best animated feature nominee, right. Super Mario Brothers, by any stretch. Yeah. I was just looking for like, oh, there's some good laughs in this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's there's no every. I mean, there's no jokes in it, um, yeah. and there's no like heart in it. It's literally just a paint by numbers. Yes, well, and the heart is what was missing for me more than anything. The jokes are... I, don't no, know, I can always I take them or leave I'm, them. I'm kind of putting both of those together. In yeah, the same, yeah, for sure. But, but for me, like... I'm we've talked about this. I'm such an easy cry. Right. And like, so for me to see a movie that is so representative of my childhood right. and to feel nothing while I watch it is such a kick in the teeth. Right. <laughs> Well, it's it's just one of those things where it's like, 
it's also really I mean, you're the situation is really ripe for like some really easy jokes. I'm not even looking for brilliance here. I'm just looking for I was just really looking for an attempt you know what I mean? Like, I, even if I didn't find the jokes funny, I, I, I was looking for something to just go like, OK, I see what they were going for there. You know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't have to find it funny. But, you know, it's a regular person in an, an incredibly weird world. And really, at no point does he ever just go like. Wait, what? Like you eat the I think that might be you may have hit on like the structural problem with this film is that it's not a regular person in a strange world. It's a strange person in a strange world. Mario and Luigi are also the punchlines. Yes. Right? They're also yeah. like, Whoa, wow, what's going on here? They're like they're wacky, they're goofy, ha ha ha. Right. And so's the world. Right. Can I tell you the three jokes that I liked? Yes. There is, I'm trying to think, there was one that I actually did like, but go, and I can't remember what it is. So tell me your three. It might be one of these, because these were pretty good. The three jokes that made me laugh, there's one at the beginning where Mario says, Luigi, you can't be scared all the time. And he goes, you'd be surprised. That was pretty good. (laughs) And I liked that one. I liked the suicidal star. Yes, that's the one I'm thinking of. That made me laugh every single time. Very good. It was that voice actor's first role, and I suspect there's no like like thumbnail on their IMDb page. I think it's an actual child. No, they're an actual child. <laughs> yeah, for which sure. is having uh, like just having an actual child say things like finally the sweet relief of death. I, I mean that. <laughs> yes, I was. I, so uh, give me your third one because uh, I want to circle back to that. The last one is the dog nodding at Luigi in solidarity at the end. Yes, that was pretty good, too. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that star. It was such an anomaly. And I th- and again, it's one of the and it might be one of the things that Fred frustrated me the most when it's like I walked out of the theater because I was like that thing was hilarious yeah. I mean really really funny yes. every single time yes. it was on screen how does that happen yet it spreads to absolutely nowhere it's like the porter in Macbeth <laughs> like it's the only funny part in the entire the thing, thing was trapped in a cage and it's like the humor was also trapped in the cage with it like yeah. it was I didn't understand it was legit hilarious Every single time. Like, I will think about it now. And I'm like, that was really funny. Like that little kid's voice of like, like you said, ah, the sweet release of death. Just every time I just was so funny. And I was like, how did you not just spread that out throughout the rest of the film? Just a little bit. Uh, Let me just read. A few of my like handpicked notes just to give you guys a sense of what kind of stuff is in here. Okay, go for it. Um, No sleep till Brooklyn plays because the movie takes place in Brooklyn and you're legally required to use that song when your movie takes place in Brooklyn. And just a reminder that this song in this children's movie is about smoking PCP and having sex with prostitutes. Mario unlocks a gate for Luigi from the outside. Spike has ordered an entire large pizza and leaves after eating one slice. He also pays for his pizza after eating, which isn't how any pizza place in Brooklyn works. Like he sits down, he eats his food and then he pays. And I'm like, what? What? What are you talking about? Luigi at the dinner table asks for someone to pass the bread and his mom passes him a bowl of something liquid. Nice. Like little things like that are not they're not structural problems, but they are they indicate the lack of detail. It feels like there was no care taken into creating this film because there's just 
so many little things that make you go, what is this? What's happening? Why? Yeah. What? Uh, the, the Peaches song feels like Jack Black improvised something once and they just went, yeah, whatever. Fuck it. Let's just it's, put it in there. Yeah. It's a cute song. It does. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fine. Fine. Yeah. It's not like the great. Yeah. I, it's funny because as a song, it's fine. And I think it could have been really something like like you're right. I get the feeling like they were like he just kind of improv something and they were like, that's good. Yeah. And the, and just like the script, like they've if they've been like oh, Jack, that's actually pretty brilliant. Let's let's expand on it. Like make this let's make this into a single. Yeah. Like we're going to make this a top 10 chart topping hit. Yeah. And really go all out with it. Then it would have been great. The Mushroom Kingdom is terrified of Bowser because he has the superstar, which is something that makes one person from his entire military invincible for 30 seconds. Yeah. <sighs> it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Is there anything else in but here that I give a shit about? They had to use something from the game, I guess. Sure. I Fuck it. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, all the music is terrible. It's all bad. I, I don't like when when they're in Brooklyn, the Brooklyn song plays when he's trying to become a hero. You hear I need a hero. hero yes. When the yes. monkey is wearing an 80s outfit, you hear Aha's take on That's me. That's why they use that. I, I didn't guess know, he's I dressed like an 80s dude. Why they use that. I don't know. Cause at least the other two, I was like, it's really on the nose, but I at least get why that's in here. Yeah. But the Aha song, I was like, what the fuck is this for? Because you have to put it in any terrible movie, I guess. I guess. Why does the wizard guy serve Bowser? He's clearly the most powerful person in the entire army. Uh, why are all of these people serving Bowser? Like, I don't under, I don't like, why don't they just leave? <laughs> like, he's just mean to them. And there's no, this goes to your point. Like, but why? But why? Right? Like, yeah. why does he have this army? And like, if I'm asking too much because it's just a cocoa melon, they shouldn't have advertised it like it was more than that. No, but that's the thing is like, and again, the frustrating thing for me is that it it is a cocoa melon, but it it's... To me, I was like, it was this close. Yeah, it doesn't have to be close to not being. And honestly, if they were like, yeah, we wanted to just make a cocoa melon, then I can I can respect that if that's what you set out to do and then you executed it. And that's and you were like, yep, that's what it is. Fine. But this you made this look like a real movie. Yeah. And you went through the motions like it's a real movie, but you clearly just went through the motions. All right. Two more points and, and that'll and be it for these. On. And, but yeah. I, it's literally only half a page of the like three pages that I wrote. Right. Uh, but these ones were big ones that just stood out to me. The family mocks Mario for pursuing his quote, crazy dream of becoming a trade worker. One of the safest and most lucrative things you can do. Well, I, I was like, they, his crazy, the only crazy part about his dream to them is that he wants to own a small business. Like what? Well, and f- it's a trade business. Right. Like it's, it's, not, it's, yeah. it's a, he wants to be a plumber, which pays like $600 for 30 minutes. Also, by the way, he is, his crazy dream is going from working for someone else as a plumber to just making his own business as a plumber. Was he a plumber? It wasn't the guy that in the pizza parlor, didn't they quit? being a plumber for that guy to start their own plumbing business. Oh my God. Business? Yeah, you're right. They I was said like, that. All they did was he said, have you gotten a- any calls since you worked for, since you quit my working for me? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, all they did was stop being a plumber for one guy and go into business for themselves. Yeah. And That's now all it. the money is going to be theirs. That, that's the crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy dream of theirs I is know. to start a small business yeah. of the thing that they already know how to do. Yeah. That they've already been doing. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that makes no sense. Also, 
Not a great message that if your parents don't support your dreams, you just need to save the entire multiverse to earn their support. Right. Also, if your parents don't support your dreams, then it's not worth it. Like right, the, that too. The, the, all the value is only in that. Yeah. Uh, and you can't pursue anything else until you get their approval. All right. And a couple other small things. Uh, the number of times they do the Mario side scroller thing. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Four it was, times. Uh, they didn't need to do it as many times. I was like, give me one. The Mamma Mia slow mo joke happens three times where he's like in slow motion and goes Mamma Mia, which great well rule of threes andrew yeah and also seth rogan laughs there are three of them <laughs> well i mean you know it's seth rogan he's gonna he laughs that that was actually pretty that's good a, yeah that's a seth rogan that was laugh a pretty good one. There you, go. uh, you want to talk about the post credit scenes uh we can talk about one i did stick around for the second one I was like, I, 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 I've heard what it is. Uh, I heard what it is before I went into the movie. I was like, yeah, it's dumb. I'm not sticking around for that. Uh, so Bowser's singing that shitty song again, but this yep. time he's little. Yep. And then um, we get a shot of the sewer system in the real world and a Yoshi egg is hatching and we hear Yoshi go. That was pretty good. Thank uh, you. Here's what happened in my theater. When the movie ended, so, and I've never had this happen before. I don't know why they did it this time. They walked into the theater and Usher walked into the theater. Usher, a person who works at the movie theater. I, I assume they're ushers. The, I, sure, yeah. I guess. Walked to the theater and yelled, there are two post-credit scenes in this movie. One after these credits and then one after uh, and then one at the very end. And it was like and then everyone like came back and sat back down. Oh, my God. And I was like, OK, so uh, like Emerson does like watching the credit, at least like the sure. initial credits. Yeah. Like he does not consider the movie over until those credits are done. So it was like, all right, I don't watch the first one, whatever. And I watched it and we got done and I was like, OK. And then I was like, come on, buddy, let's go. And he's like, OK. And we're getting out. And they literally tried to stop, like pen us in. I was like, what's going on? Like, I was like, is there an active shooter behind you? What's going on? Why are you stopping me? And they were like, there's another post credits. And I was like, I don't care. Move. Get out of the way. Yeah. Like they did. There were two people blocking my way in my exit. I out. wonder if the Mario movie paid. I was like, do you get a commission for whatever this? Extra what are you do doing? That? <laughs> for every single person who sits through the I whole guess. thing. It was <laughs> get so extra odd. Money. I was like, move. I don't care. So, yeah, we saw Yoshi. We already saw like 50 of them in the movie but that's the other thing yeah we we know they're there yeah we already saw him yeah and we didn't even see him in the post credit scene we just saw an egg yeah what the fuck is it all right do you want to get into easter eggs yeah let's get into easter eggs. i just got a i got a few lists i'm not doing like the super obvious ones but there were some that just sort of jumped out at me no pun intended jump man yep is seen in the pizza place he's voiced by charles martinet martinet i don't know his name who has provided his voice for many different characters in the mario universe and also voices mario's dad in this movie and he's the original voice of mario the first time oh, that really? he had a voice that's amazing uh uh, the GameCube startup sound is Luigi's ringtone, which was pretty cool. I liked that one. Is that what that is? Yeah. Da, 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 da. Mario is playing Kid Icarus in his bedroom. Yeah. By the way, can I just really quick the GameCube thing? I legit thought they just made up 
like a mock version of like an iPhone oh, really? thing, but just different enough so they wouldn't get sued. That's funny. Uh, like I legit thought that's that. No, like, it turns oh. out the iPhone thing stole it from GameCube. I guess. Well, who knew? There you go. <laughs> uh, a creepy man in the market says the sentence: "You just have to blow into it way too comfortably." <laughs> this is this is a reference to the old Nintendo cartridges. Yep. Uh, one of the guards tells Mario that his princess is in another castle, and I have written here. Great. Yep. <laughs> Mario makes a cart, like the one from the game Mario Kart. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. And uh, the pizzeria is called the Punch Out Pizzeria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is named for Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of, there's also a duck uh, from Duck Hunt on the wall in the sure. pizza place. I there's saw. also a ship from Star Fox on top of their TV or something. There's, there's shit every F Zero poster. I. I yeah, I will say they they pack this full of nice some nice Easter eggs. Uh-huh. They, I mean, they really put in it. Uh, they, I think there's an ad for a car, like a playing card company, which is by I believe Nintendo's for, when Nintendo started, they were originally a playing card company. So I think that's there that advertisement on it's on a building in Brooklyn somewhere. So there's that. That's the one Easter egg I spotted where it was like, ah, Easter egg. Oh, and I have one more Easter egg. Go for uh, it. Fuck this movie. Yeah. yeah <laughs> That's yeah, it. Yeah. Here's the thing. It, it's cr- as much as we've shit on this movie in the hand. Uh, all right. If they came out and they said, we're making a second one, which this thing has made a bazillion dollars. So they probably will. I'd kill myself. I know if they made a if they said we're making a second one. And the people behind it were not the people that did this one. I'd be halfway interested to see it because, like I said, there is so much potential to this. If you got someone in there that was like, OK, we, I, I've created a plot and throughout it, like things happen where people there, there's conflict throughout this whole thing. I'd be like, OK, I could I could get into this. It's just so just goes along with itself that it's that it's absolutely boring but the world is there the potential is there and that's what's frustrating about this i think that before i saw this movie i might have agreed with you mm-hmm. but it is such dog shit to me yeah there i will not pay to see another mario movie in this universe if they like totally reboot it and they're like we're doing a totally different thing the cast was fine, so maybe the cast, yeah. I don't care if it's if they're still involved, if it's the same people, but they're like, but don't worry, it's a totally different thing. Maybe I'll put it on after it's on streaming somewhere, and right. if it fucking sucks, then I'll just turn it off. But I will not drive, I will not <laughs> drop my kid off at his grandmother's, Right. pay $40 for me and my fiance to see a movie, get in my car, drive the fuck to this to the fucking theater and then drive my fat ass back to see a movie in this universe again. I I, I cannot trust it. Okay, but if Mel makes makes you do it, will you do it? No. Mm. No. No. Are you going to just drop her at the movie theater? No. And then circle the block for an hour and a half? No. Then- I will put on 1993's Super Mario Brothers. That's another thing. What the 
fuck is the name? The name of the first movie was Super Mario Brothers. Uh-huh. The name of this movie is the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. What? The, what? What are they doing? I don't. Wait. What's the problem with that? It's the same name. Yeah. Well, what else are you gonna call it? I, I don't know. The the working title and what they were talking like what they used to talk about the movie was the Mario movie and like that's not significantly better but it's slightly better because it's so cl- like the last movie you made it's the same name yeah that's fine i, I don't know i think it's a stupid name but like i remember i was but there also, again, i was there hang on i was there hang this. on i was there at comic-con when they announced the name uh-huh. and they made it a huge deal about how great it was Well, that's the other thing and 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 i mean listen i i don't think this is a a victim of like over uh over hyping it but one of the things that they really did wrong on this is they hyped the shit out of every aspect of this yes. they hyped the shit out of like chris pratt oh my god the title oh my gosh you won't believe what chris pratt is doing oh my gosh you won't believe what jack black is doing and i'm like it's all good like i, I remember know. when they were like oh we've never done a voice like this with mario before yeah. and it's just like a guy it's and just I was a like, guy. okay yeah i have yeah, no, right. I, I have no problem with chris pratt's voice in this i have no problem with jack black's performance in this but it's Charlie not Day's pretty good it's not earth shattering yeah you know what i mean they made it yeah. sound like it was gonna be like fucking citizen kane or something yeah all of the voices range from mediocre to, to pretty, pretty good. good yeah like um keegan michael key's pretty good as toad yeah he's good but that's what i mean everyone's great i don't want to say great everyone is good i disagree but not like they made it seem like it was uh, like the second coming or something. I'm like, this is fine. I think Anya Tate, whatever her name is, Anya, Anya Taylor, Taylor Joy, Joy is mediocre. I think Fred Armisen is not very good. Wait, who's Fred Armisen in this? Cranky Kong. That's who that is. I was trying to figure it out. Yeah. And I was just like, what is this? Is this an old Jewish man? Yeah. What is this? Uh, it's uh, whatever. Seth Rogen, I think, is mediocre. Like, it's just Seth Rogen. Yeah, but some of this, I'm wondering if it's like, they also just gave these guys absolutely nothing to work with. For sure. You know I I'm mean? not, listen, I and I like Seth Rogen, right. so I suspect that might be the case. But my point is just that, like, to say that all of the performances are good, I, I do not agree I, with that. I would say, I'm saying, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I, I'm just saying they, they hyped the hell out of, like, yes. oh my gosh, you won't believe what these people are doing. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, they're fine. They're yeah. just, like... Exactly what I would have thought they would do. With yes. This. Yep. You know, they're yeah. absolutely fine. I agree with that. Let's get off of this. Let's move on to the reading assignment. Thank fuck. The reading assignment? Chris, let's never speak of this again. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Agreed. Uh, so, Andrew, you gave me Crone, uh, published by Dark Horse. Chris, Crone tells the story of a geriatric retiree who's forced to come out of retirement and head back to the workforce due to the struggling economy. It's a story all millennials can relate to. Crone follows Bloody Bliss, an old woman who spends her retirement the way we all hope to. After decades of work, I think we'd all like to sit back kick up our feet, crack open a can of Ensure, and prevent a bloodthirsty necromancer from overthrowing the Three Kingdoms. Today we're talking about Crone Volume 1 by Dennis Culver and Justin Greenwood. Uh, what'd you think of this? Uh, this, okay. I actually have, uh, kind of have the same notes for this that I did for the Super Mario Brothers No movie. way. Yeah. I, it was fun. I, I will say this. I liked it better than the movie. Okay. <laughs> it's good. Uh, but I again, my big thing is like there's a lot of potential here, and yet it kind of squanders it away. 
I like the idea. By the way, you said volume one. Is this the only volume? Is this? Yes. Okay. All right. So I'm not like. No, no, no. I didn't think. So. I, it I just thought... finished uh, two, two and a half years ago. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So I was, I was like, I'm pretty sure this is it. But then yeah. you said volume one and you threw me off and I was like, The Wait. trade paper. I don't know. We, we read the trade, you know, it's called volume one. Yeah. According to Dark Horse or whoever sure. it is. It's volume one. If this does really well. Otherwise right. it's the complete series. Otherwise it's the anthology. Yeah. Chrome <laughs> the, the omnibus. Yeah, right. um, yeah. I think this this has a again kind of like with the movie, and it's interesting that these two things get paired together today. There's a lot of potential in this that kind of gets squandered away. I like this whole idea. I will say, I uh, you know to start off, this genre is not always my bag. Okay, so it's not you know I'm I'm kind of going in it. Again, take everything I'm saying with a little bit of a grain of salt because I'm uh, it's not really my the I don't even know what to call this medieval or something. It's almost fantasy, but it's not I don't know. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's like Lord of the Ringsian. Kind of it's more I I'd almost call it more like Conan the Barbarian. Sure, yeah, yeah. And like R- Red Sonya if anyone knows that yeah, comic. Yeah, 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 which is not like my favorite yeah. thing to do. It's like into. sort of Dungeons and Dragonsy. It is. Well, here's the thing, and I kept thinking about Dungeons and Dragons throughout this thing. And I really like Dungeons and Dragons. And this one I was just kind of okay with. Again, the idea uh, uh, the, the big thing for me is like they kind of build a world and they insinuate there's a bigger world, but you don't really see a whole lot of it. Yeah, I agree with that. And you kind of get an idea for these characters. Like the whole basis of the thing, like you said, it's an it's an older it's about an older woman who used to be kind of like I mean, she's almost clearly based on a Red Sonya. Yeah. Uh, it's like if Red Sonya got old. It's yeah. old. It's old Sonya. It's yeah. old man Sonya. Yeah, that's right. It's really what they should call this. Yeah. Is old man Sonya. It does feel a little bit like it was pitched to that publishing company, and they were like, mm, "No thanks." And he was like, "All right, I guess I'll cross off Sonya and write Bloody Bliss." Yeah, exactly. But they kind of give this idea that old man Sonya, like, had <laughs> sounds like old lasagna. Old lasagna. <laughs> Wow, rude! I know of this fictional character. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, they, they kind of give this idea that you know, back in her in her prime, it was her and this other guy, like which is clearly a He Man ripoff. Yeah, and somebody else who I think is supposed to be some sort of like crafty assassin, it's like a rogue. Like a, yeah, like a rogue. Like yeah, they they kind of had this trifecta of. Adventure, you know, they had a partnership and they went on merry adventures and everything, but they don't really like expand on that a whole lot. And that's what I mean. It's a lot of that throughout of like there's a past and there's three kingdoms, right? But they don't really expand on like what's in this king, what are in these kingdoms, and what's so amazing about them, and what is this world? And you know, Dungeons and Dragons, I was thinking about this, uh, like I said, I was comparing the two. And I was like, Dungeons and Dragons, what made it amazing is like they really embraced the whole world. And they were like, let's throw some weird shit in here and everything. And this just kind of plays it kind of safe in that way. Like they don't really go into a whole lot. And it gives it this kind of almost rushed feeling. Again, kind of like Super Mario Brothers, where there was times where it was like, and I kind of want you to just live in this like, let's get a little more back and forth. Uh, you know, a little more 
conflict throughout the whole thing. You know, they kind of just hit. They try and take, you know, the, the whole basis is like there was a great villain that they defeated in her past and now he's back. And then they go up against this villain as an old woman. She goes up against this villain and she's kind of defeated. And then she rallies herself and rallies the troops and they go and they defeat the villain. Spoiler alert, by the way. Um, but that's it. Like it's a, it's one it's one. Back I kind of forth. disagree with that. But OK, I, I for me, I think I think I gave this a lot more slack i guess is the word i'm looking for uh-huh. it's only five issues you know there's only right. so much you can do if they got like a deal from dark horse or whatever that's like give us five issues there's really not that's, a whole lot you can fair. do i will give a- you that additionally i think there are enough twists and turns in this that it is not just uh she beats a guy but then he's back and then she goes to beat him and then she beats him i think there's quite a lot that happens in this that i was not expecting I also like there's one of the things I really like about it is there's a lot of like sort of flashbacks to the past and then going into the future. And it always felt kind of like as soon as I'd be like, I don't know how I feel about it. like I'd like it. I'd like it. And then I'd be like, I don't know what's do I like this still? I'm not sure. And then we get a flashback of the past and I'm like, oh, man, this feels like shitty old comics. Yeah. Like it's it, it was cool to me to get like. He, like it's it's kind of a twist on a classic, which is like these shitty old comics that are like some almost naked woman with a sword chopping through nobody, nameless, faceless, you know, right. Putties. Right. And, you know, the bar, the shirtless barbarian and the rogue who's throwing knives. It's kind of boring. And then it's like, no, but what if they were real people? And we fast forward 40 years. That to yeah. me is like actually a really yeah, yeah, interesting. And I, oh, I think they do a with the amount of time that they have. I think yeah. they do a pretty good job of expanding on that. Yeah, I think the I, idea I would like to see really more, but I, yes. I think it's open to like additional stories and world building if they decide to right right yeah no i have no i would actually be open to seeing more of this and that's what i mean i i I, it sounds like i'm against this and i'm not like i said i think there's a lot of potential here and you're right i don't know what kind of deal dark horse struck with these guys if they were like nah you gotta give us six and that's it it was only five five. it's a five okay so uh, yeah we'll give you five for the five issues for this and then you gotta wrap it up and i agree with you like it is the premise is really kind of cool again i joke that it's old man sonia <laughs> but that i i mean that premise works there's a reason they've done it so much with marvel teenage mutant ninja turtles this even you know, dc you know kingdom DC, come kingdom yeah. come like there's a reason that that works and, yeah. and there's a reason that's compelling and I, and i agree with you on that i do agree with you as well it does at times feel a little bit rushed but i i think i give it a lot more slack right. for that reason the the uh the end like really for me the end felt the kind of the most rushed i agree i got to the last issue and i was like how are they gonna wrap this up and then i was like oh they just wrap it up yeah yeah and they kind of and again that's where i'm like we could have lived in this a little longer there could have been more to this and (laughs) all right i'm gonna half spoil the ending because i'm not gonna there's kind of a twist that i won't give away which i kind of saw what the twist was anyway it's not like the most earth-shattering twist in the world but um but I, I won't give it away. But suffice it to say, she wins at the end. But the, so the idea is like this villain is going to there are three kingdoms. They don't really expand on that, which I, I was like, what are we living? What is this world? Right. He defeats the first king. He overthrows the first kingdom. And then she shows up like as he has overthrown it and then defeats the villain. 
But I was like, but wait. So if she had not shown up, there were two other tries she could have had. You know what I mean? Like, and I was like, you know, that's fine. But again, kind of like with the Mary brother, like raise the stakes a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's if, only like a few thousand people probably. No, but I'm saying like <laughs> in the, in the good storytelling, yeah. it's got to be all on the line. And if he's defeated one and he's got two more to go, you know, there's still time on the clock here. And so I was like, that's an odd. I just found it kind of an odd choice of like, why have it be the first kingdom? And then he's defeated and she saved two kingdoms. Why not? Like, this is it. He's about to take over. It's gonna. It's this or nothing. And then she comes in and wins. It was like I said, that was an odd choice. To I also me. want to point out some of the artwork as well. So that the I... art is really really like some of the art is really incredible yeah we've got my favorite panel up here right now Mm -hmm. it's uh it's really really good i might make it my phone uh wallpaper right man but yeah i mean the art is really incredible they give again like you said kind of a a, the archetypal character that you've seen in shitty comics and give it a little more depth with some backstory and some like you know she has a relationship with a woman and and who leaves her and everything so there's a re- you know yeah i just felt i was like go more go more with this you have me yeah but expand this this world could be really interesting this world could be like a dungeons and dragons right. I'm like is sure. there magic in this what is this i don't understand i guess that's part of it it's like i don't understand what kind of world i'm living in is this just a normal world with a lot of crazy warriors in it or is this like are there wizards and dragons well there's and- at least a necromancer like he they say that it's a dead army oh right you're right so there's at least that there's some sort of magic. And but yeah. like, that's the only thing that and you don't even see it. You yes. just know it. And you're it, just told yeah, there is. I will say that there's a lot of telling. telling. There are a lot of like decades. I think that's his name. The, uh, the guy. Yeah. He, t- he talks about how he came to be. And he like went on this trip and got lost in this maze. And I was like, right. I would rather just someone ask him. And then there's no text and you just see it happen. Right. Right. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. But it's it's one of those things. You're right. They mentioned like a necromancer. And I'm like, OK, so we clearly have because there's a, if you have that in there, like what else could you have in there? Because she could be defeating, you know, even in just the flashbacks, like you could have shown her do, you're in comics. There's no budget like you could have had her defeating some crazy ass shit. I know. But it's just well, the, the sword is magic, too. Right. Yeah. Like it, it's linked to her in some magical way. She says that I can't tell, if, you know, if she said there's kind of a question, I think, in like. From people, maybe yeah. I, I think it's pretty obvious that it is actually because the whole thing is that like she's used it a million times and it's fine. And the first time she goes to use it when she's old, it snaps and ha- I mean, right. spoiler alert, but right. the, it doesn't work anymore. Right. So uh, uh, but it's one of those things where it's like you have all this potential there. Why not? Sp- and I'm not saying it has to be like balls to the wall. Just sprinkle it in just to make some compelling world building. Yeah. And that's what I mean. It's that's where it kind of feels similar to the movie where I'm like, yeah, you're this close. You're so close. Uh, Sure. I, I think that's where you and I disagree, though, is that I don't think I know you said it a million times with the movie, but I don't think Mario is even close. <laughs> no, I know what you're and saying. I think this. I think this is like I think uh, to clarify, I think what you're saying is Mario is so close to being like you said, to being fine. Yeah. And this, I think, is very close to being like quite good. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're not 
I'm not saying that as far as like that's what I'm saying just to clarify yeah yes they're they're so they're like the line for Mario the line between like not good and fine like it's hitting just under the line this is there's the line between like good and great and this is just under that line like they're both this close to getting over that line and being at the next level and they just don't yeah but also they don't for kind of like a frustratingly simple reason, <laughs> you know, it's so yeah, frustrating. Sure. I, and I, I've, I've said this about other things on this podcast and it's so frustrating to see when you're like, if you just, it's right there. I can see it. You're two yards from the, from the end zone, like get it over the line. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, listen, I struggle with if I was going to recommend this or not. I, I do. It's a simple read. I literally read this in an airport. <laughs> I I read that I was sitting in an airport and I read this, I think, in like an hour or something. Nice. Yeah. Like, it's good. It's not my biggest recommendation. Well, and you and I, this is one of the reasons why I think we're both pretty good at, like, we're a good resource for reviewing comic books is because we both like pretty different types of comics. Yeah. And I think that actually is probably due to the fact that you read more DC as a kid and, and I read, read more, more Marvel, Marvel. Yeah. because DC is a lot more story building and world building. And, you know, uh, when you recommended um, the other history of the, the DC right, right, right. universe or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was one that you were like, oh, you're going to love this. And I was like, ah, it was really rough for me. And, I, yeah. and whereas Marvel is like a lot more action and less talking and a lot more yeah. um, aesthetic and sort of tone Yep. And uh, I think for me, I like how quick this moves and how mm-hmm. easy it is to follow. There's nothing complicated about it. Um, no. And yeah, I, think, yeah. I think, again, like one of the things we always talk about on the show is who do you recommend this to? And this could be another yeah. great example of like, if you don't know comics, you'd like to read one. Yeah. Yeah. If you like you know, um, barbarian fantasy Dungeons and Dragons stuff. Uh, less than, and do you want to break into comics? Yeah. Might be a good one to start with. Yeah, I was going to say less than just your average Joe who's always like, right. I don't, I feel like I can't get into comics. Yeah. Um, this, I wouldn't recommend them for, recommend that for this. If you meet, you know, another nerd and they're like, yeah, I'm, I love D and D or I love this. I love cone, you know, that type of thing. But uh, comics is just not not something I've ventured into. This would be a good recommendation. Or even if you're just like someone who, you know, loves like Red Sonja or the again, D&D or Conan or that. If you're into that genre and you're looking for something else because you feel like you've explored everything. Yeah, Because I haven't seen a lot of comics in that genre, really. No, there's not a ton. Yeah. I think Red, I mean, Red Sonja, I think, has been going on forever. Yes. And there's always everyone like every, I don't know, five to ten years, somebody takes up Conan and tries to. Right. Do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like if this is kind of your thing or kind of like a fantasy or a Lord of the Rings, yeah. or, you know, or Game of Thrones. Yeah, or yeah. Something, that's a good if call. If that's your thing, I'm like. Okay, yeah, I would give this a try. You know, I, you know, uh, I would say again with a little bit of an asterisk of like, I'm not wholeheartedly being like, oh, this is going to knock your socks off. But like, if, you know, if you're into this, but again, this isn't my thing. Yeah. So if it's, if it is your thing, then you might like this more than I did. Yeah. 
Yeah. I thought it was cool. I didn't so. hate this. I, uh, please, yeah, yeah, yeah. It. No, I, and I think we're both kind of saying the same thing that you're like, it's good. It's not really for me. Right. Yeah, like, absolutely. Which for me, I'm like, and I, I'm a good person to bounce that off of because I'm like, yeah, I loved this. Like, I thought it was right. I, I wouldn't again, like same thing as you wouldn't say it knocked my socks off. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad I read it. And I think it's uh, I enjoyed reading it. And so. Yeah, I would recommend it for sure to just about anybody. Like if somebody just flat out asked me, should I read this? Mm -hmm. I'll be like, yeah, totally. Pick it up, man. Yeah. It'll take you no time. If they were like, hey, which way to the R train? And you would be like, hey, you should read this comic called Crow. You'd be like, oh, man, if I got a comic for you. (laughs) Speaking of the R train. (laughs) Well, we should point out as well. So Crone is a five issue series that was first published in November of 2019 and ended in March of 2020. Dennis Culver, who wrote it. Uh, also wrote Burnouts and E is for Extinction. And Justin Greenwood, who did the artwork. I love and we both liked the, the art artwork in this. Good, yeah. yeah. So Justin Greenwood, he also did the artwork for Stumptown and The Last Siege. And I believe Justin is who gave us this comic mm-hmm. because he signed it. Ooh. Oh, look at that. Did he just sign it Justin? Just Justin. Yeah. Yeah. That's his name. It's yep. like Cher. Yep. Or Crone. Or Crone. Old man Sonia. Um, okay, you ready for your reading assignment? All right. I have a reading assignment for you. I actually wish, I wish I had timed this to go with Dungeons and Dragons, but it kind of works coming off of Crone as well. I'm going to give you the first volume of a comic called Die, D-I-E. And so have you ever heard of the, Die? I whisper it to myself every night before bed. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> it is, I don't think, I mean, it's not going to really spoil it because it's the, it's a, Basically, the reason I'm suggesting it is it's a bunch of people who play like a D&D yeah, and they get sucked cool. into a D&D oh, world. They get sucked off in a D&D world. They get sucked off in a D&D world. Baller. By the a, hammer pulled by you a, off. By a cabinet or something. Wow. So it's Jumanji, but Dungeons and Dragons. Basically, yes. Oh, wait. No, that's Jumanji. Yep. I was going to say there's yep, a Dungeons and Dragons. It's got Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Jack Black. And no, that's Jumanji. No, that's Jumanji. Yeah. No, you're thinking of Zathora. Oh, I am thinking of Zathora. You like that poll? You like that poll? Why'd you say it like that? Zathora? No, no. See, that's how a human would say it. Yeah, no, I because I would uh, if I didn't say it the way I said, it, I was going to really butcher it. <laughs> Acetaminophen, oxycodone, cotton, yeah, ex- codone, cotton. I don't know what the word is. Acetaminophen, oxycodone, codone. Is that what it is? Yeah. Acetaminophen, oxycodone. Go, say it. <laughs> Acetaminophen, oxycodone. <laughs> How'd I do? Terrible. I didn't even listen to what I no, said. No, no one does. Acetaminophen. 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 I see the cinnamon. I see the cinnamon. Old lasagna and a pint of ice cream. Mm, actually, so, that sounds delicious. Bleh, volume one of Die. Great. A volume one of Die. There you go. There it is, Andrew. Holy hell. I know, right? Oh, actually, one more thing. Oh, yeah. Andrew. What? Andrew. What? Andrew. What? Where can they find us? Well, they can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. I heard Radio Pandora, soundcloud.com slash the media lunch break. If you want to listen to us every Tuesday, bright and early, hot and ready, eight in the morning, uh, you can find us right there, soundcloud.com slash the media lunch break. If you'd rather listen on one of your favorite podcast listening platforms, you're welcome to. It'll come out a little bit later. It's no big deal, and it doesn't actually help us in any way if you listen earlier. But if you would like to, you can do that. You can also find us on Twitter, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram, where our handle is at The Media Lunch Break. You can find us on YouTube.com slash The Media Lunch Break. We're working gonna, on it. We're, we're going to do it. it. Working as God is our witness. We'll do it. Yeah. Don't don't 
threaten us, we'll we'll do it. I'll threaten myself. Yeah. Mel suggested uh-huh. that the extra notes that I had that I wasn't going to be able to get to for the Mario movie should go into a video. Actually, that's not a bad idea. It's not, but I already have scripts written for two other videos. <laughs> I'd like to do those first. Sure. So anyway, you can also find us on TikTok, where our handle is at The Media Lunch Break. We have merch on Teespring. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to check out our merch, check out our Twitter first. That again is at uh, Media Lunch Break. We have a pinned tweet right at the top that gives you a link to our Teespring site. You can also find us on Patreon.com slash The Media Lunch Break. Head over there if you want to check out uh, the different tiers we have and benefits. You can watch a video of every episode that is completely unedited, and it goes up a little bit early, too. It usually goes up Sunday or Monday. So so if you want to get like a day mm. or two ahead of the game, uh, you know, if you and really you want to spoil it, how the podcast goes for everybody else. Yeah. And if you really office, want it bright and early, hot and ready, listening. head over there and do that. But you can also if you don't want to be a patron, you just want to check it out and see what's over there. I'm going to have all of my notes on the Mario movie up there and uh, every single thing I fucking hated about it. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that to look forward to. There you, go. you can also send us an email at the media lunch break at gmail.com. You can visit our website which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rating and a reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, wherever else that sort of thing is encouraged, allowed, legal. There you go. That's what it is. Street legal, street wise, street savvy, street smart, book smart, smart. I'm just doing word association. Yes, I know. Uh, Special thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. For being super cool and super awesome. And, uh, uh, that's and 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 other words that mean the same thing. Sure do. Uh, yeah, as Andrew said, you can leave a rating and a review, and you can leave it right in the app, right in app, right in there, baby. Um, all the way in, all the way in. And uh, I've said it once. I've said it a thousand times. You leave a five star rating. You can leave whatever kind of review you want in there. I really don't care what you put. You type gibberish. (laughs) Give a flying fuck. Uh, So this week we talked about Super Mario Brothers movie and we talked about Chrome. But as always, you know, listen, you got an idea for us. You're like, hey, hey, listen. You should have been talking about this the whole time. Send it on over to us, okay? You have a reading assignment for the both of us. You know, you're like, hey, listen, I just read something and I'm giving it to you. This is this is your reading assignment for next week. Send it over. If you're a creator, you made a comic. You uh, filmed a pilot. You shot a film of some of short or long. Uh, and you're like, hey, or medium. Or medium size, that's fine. Or robust. Or hot, or ready, Uh or bright, or early. Early? Yep. (laughs) Any of those. And you're like, hey, can you talk about this? Can you put some eyes on it? Can you put some ears on it? Can you point some people towards it? Send it over. We're happy to do that. We've done in the past. I love doing those, actually. Those get really fun sometimes. But yeah, send it over to us. Uh, We'll totally give it a shout out. Like I said, we talked about Merry Brothers this week. Next week is going to be the best damn day of the week. Everybody, Tuesday news day. Oh, the Tuesday news day. Yes, that's right. After that, I'm trying to wait. I'm just I'm looking at the calendar, and I'm trying to figure out if it's going to time out. So this is going to go up on this day, and then we record the Tuesday news day, and then that's going to go up on that day. No, we're going to miss Guardians of the Galaxy. 
I mean, we're not going to miss it. I'm just saying, like, that's not going to be the next thing after that Tuesday news day. There's going to be, they, there has to be some sort of interim, I think. But we're almost there. We're so close. We'll figure out what it's, what it's going to be in a couple of weeks. Or I'm looking at it wrong and I can't read a calendar. That is 100% possible. No, you're right. Am the, I right? Uh, the Guardian's episode is going to come out on May 23rd. Yes. Okay, that sounds right. And it's Guardian, so it's still going to be relevant. So we'll figure out something else. But like I said, in the interim, we haven't figured it out yet. So again, if you have an idea, if you're like, hey, I found this thing on Netflix or dig, I dug this up on YouTube, like check this out, talk about it, send it over to us. We're, we're happy to do that. Uh, other than that, that's it, man. There it is. We made a thing. That's how easy it is. There wasn't a thing there and boom. You listen an hour later. There's a thing. That is. That's. There's that's a thing. How it goes. That's how easy it is. There it is. In your hand. On the web. In the clouds. In your head. In your heart. In your head. Yes. Oh, I did not see that one coming at all. <laughs> that's how easy it is. Go out and make a thing, everybody. Go out and make a thing. Do it. Don't Fucking go, do it. Yeah, especially if you're like, should I go see the Super Mario Brothers movie? No, go make no, a thing instead. go make a thing instead. It's going to be much better. Yeah. You think the people who made the Super Mario Brothers movie listened to this and they were like, oh, we should go make a thing. And this is what happened? Do you think this is our fault? I hope they listen to this episode. Could we be responsible? I hope they cry themselves to sleep every night but you know what i know they're not gonna because they made a fuck ton of money yeah that's the i mean listen the whole time we're talking about this not to get back into the episode but the whole time we're talking about this it should be noted it made like it, li- it broke records a half a billion dollars it's the most like, successful animated film of all time i think that might be right at this yeah point. so what the fuck do we know you know what yeah. i mean like yep clear- well what we do know is that you can slap the name mario on a movie and any fucking idiot will go see it including us true but like you know we've seen lids in the last couple of movies we've seen i mean ant-man was not great no. it was better than this yes but it did not do as well that's so true i'm kind of like what do i know like fuck me i guess i mean we didn't see shazam <laughs> that's true that is true. Did you see Shazam? No, I didn't see Shazam. Yeah, I, I haven't either. I was like, there's another one we, we, we're not mentioning. We did not see Shazam. Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, that did great. And it was good. But not didn't do Mario money. Mario, Mario money. No, but I bet if it was called Mario's Dungeons and Dragons, it would have been great. That's true. That's what would have put it over the top. Yeah. Mario. It's a me. <laughs> I'm a bazillionaire. <laughs> What about old lasagna flavored pint of ice cream? No, that's just frozen lasagna. No, because you make ice cream out of cream. There's no cream in lasagna. Mm. So it would have to be the flavor of lasagna in ice cream. Fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. You got me. You're right. Is, is that it? Is, it? That is, is this anything? Is that the end? I like how this is how we always end the, the podcast. Is that is that anything? Is this anything yet? Yeah, but nobody ever hears this part. I always cut it out, but I might leave this one in. Is this anything? Did anybody like this? Did we? Does someone love me yet? Can I turn this off yet? That's the theme. By the way, if anyone's looking for a central theme throughout every episode we've ever done, it's that. Does anyone love me yet? I love me very much. Oh, uh, I know. You, Too you, much. You, you love you Too often. three times a day. Yeah, we made the same joke. Yay!
That's how you know it's time to end the episode when we make the same joke. This is this is anything. Should I keep going? It's me. You made that joke. It's a me. A bazillionaire. Suck on my balls. Suck on my balls. <laughs> like my movie, don't like my movie. I made so much money you can suck on my balls. He's right, you know. He's right. So. I mean, if he paid me $800 million. <laughs> he's got the cash now. Yeah. 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 Chris, he hates mushrooms. Get it? I know, Andrew. I know. Do you get it? I get because it. Because Mario, because there's mushrooms in the video game. I get it. But he hates I mushrooms. Yeah. But like, that's the whole point of the game is to like get these mushrooms because they give you power ups. I get it. But I he know. hates them. I know. Because he doesn't like mushrooms. I know. I know. It's funny. Do you want a hug? I hated this movie so fucking much. Are we coming back around to the beginning of the episode again? You know what? Let's go another hour. I'm going to read my notes. Here we go. Back to the ones, everybody. That's got to be it. Yeah.